Hey, this is Bravo Lowdown. I'm here with my new Instagram friend, Lindsay. Say hi. Hi. And we're just kind of going to chat over Real Housewives of New Jersey. And I'm having some technical difficulties. So while we work them out, I wanted to chat and ask you what you thought of Beverly Hills. I kind of did a recap, but I I am curious what what you... So I don't even know where to start, but if we just go person by person. So like Kyle, I think that she had a... She's she's always good. Like I really like Kyle, but um, I thought it was really funny with Lisa when she was like, "What receipts?" and like proving behind her back. That was um, hysterical. I yeah, Kyle. I, I was I laughed out loud at that. When Kyle is not trying hard, she's actually witty and funny. But when sometimes she tries too hard, and then when yeah. when people don't laugh at her joke. And I do the same thing. She's like, da, 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 still trying over and like dancing in the corner. Look at me, look at me. And she'll like repeat yeah. herself. And everyone's like, Kyle, like, no. <laughs> yeah. But that was, yeah, that was like how hysterical. Kyle was with like Vanderpump, I feel like. I feel like she was kind of like, had to like fight for airtime or attention with Vanderpump because she kind of like took over everything. Um, but like in the last couple seasons, I think Kyle has become more of like the, like the leader of the group kind of oh absolutely um, when you know yeah it, and I, she kind of like, definitely done... is taking like the bravo role of like manipulating like the story like you could tell that she's like in with the producers and like she she kind of like they go to her to like lead things like she knows how it works you know and i think they like you could kind of see that they rely on her for certain things like like she... like like reporting back, having the conversation with Sutton and then reporting it back to Dorit in the van, like, you know, saying, I felt like this, you know, she's just like good at the whole, like, she's keeping doing, the storyline going. So Kyle is doing a great job. And do you think she's being messy by taking this conversation? Or is that just, that's the part of the game of the show? She's going to speak about it on camera and act a certain way. It's fair game to go to the other ladies, right? Yeah, I think so. And I think that she kind of has drawn, like, maybe this situation is the thing that made her draw the line in the sand. But I do think that her loyalty in this situation would be for Dorit. Like, I definitely think she has a closer closer friendship with Dorit and would take her back, like, in front of the cameras. You know, she would try and make Dorit look good, like. And so, these families, the Manskis, and she doesn't want to be seen. Case. And Kyle, like, like we said too, like she doesn't want to be seen on the show. She knows that the show is going to come out and it's going to air, and this clip is going to be on the show. And then Dorit's going to be like, "Why didn't you have my back?" You know, so she oh, has to like. Totally, exactly. Very good point. And the Manskis and the Kimsleys, these two families, spend vacations together, birthdays together. Uh, the husbands, you know, or the two stoner goofballs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. They, they have, have that. De- very close bond. So. Um, yeah. People like watching that stuff. Like, that's why Jersey is so, like, popular, I feel like, is because they all have that, like, close family vibe where, like, everybody's friends. Like, the party is. That's what makes Jersey the best because yeah, it started off that way where 
you know, Teresa and Jacqueline and Dina went way back, you know, and then they pulled in Caroline. And that truly is how New Jersey is, because being from New Jersey, I, I know. And New Jersey is so freaking small. It's like kind of um, like how Kelly Ripa has crossed paths with Danielle Staub small. Yeah, exactly. I always get a kick out of that. I always get a kick out of that. Uh, Worlds colliding. Three, what is it? Seven degrees of separation. Yeah, exactly. That's Um, exactly And then, uh, so, and then real quick, Diana, what'd you think of her? Did you think uh, Erica and her have chummed up together? But then in the confessional, she's like, she's Liberace over there. You know, it was kind of a dig. And then Kyle, why do you need all those rings? Why do you have all those rings? That was passive. Um, But what are your thoughts on her? I'll I'll wait to see what you say. Um, I mean, I'm definitely interested. I want to know more. So that's good. You know, like she had a good first episode. What about the rumors? Have you heard the rumors? No. What are the rumors? See, I I don't put much into it. Okay, and then what else? Here, I'll do the rumors. What else do you think of her? What do you think of, like, do you think that she's not relatable because she's so flipping filthy rich and so connected to elites? Well, she's no more relatable than Kathy Hilton was, right? True, true. Like, people wanted Kathy Hilton on the show, not because they related to her, but kind of because she's like this mysterious figure in the class. Super clouds, fancy. Like, yeah, right? Yeah. And and she was never on any sort of like reality platform. <laughs> I don't even think, I've never even seen an interview of hers, like ever. I've never even seen her like on the Ellen show, like nothing. Like she was never anywhere. She was just Paris Hilton's mom. Yeah. And people wanted to know who that was. She had her like, own reality show. I watched every like episode. Oh, Paris? No, Kathy Hilton had her own reality show. What? When? Yes. I didn't even know about that. It was very short. It wasn't like a bunch of episodes. Oh it my was God. I barely remember it. Um it was, was a it little a odd, show? but yeah, she had it. Paris appeared on it uh, uh, throughout the whole thing. Um it wasn't eventful <laughs> let's just put it that way but she did she had her own yeah, she's definitely somebody who likes to like put on the show because i think that i mean on her first season we just saw her as like this giggly funny like you know like ignorant kind of like i will ignorant to nasty word i guess naive like but i feel i feel like it was more um not naive or anything more uh disconnected yeah, definitely. Like she didn't realize that. Like, like she was popping in and popping out it. of their reality. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then say, yeah. and then trying to like say something, you know. And then sometimes it was cringe, like you yeah. know, oh, did well, you know I was friends with Michael really Jackson? Cringe. Michael Jackson yeah, said yeah. he doesn't see color. I don't see yeah, color yeah, either. Yeah. And it was like, you know, everyone's like, bitch, we already had this don't see color shit. You got to stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Late, way, way, way on that one. So, yeah, you've got a good point. So, it, Kathy was well-loved. I see nothing but positivity uh, on the major Bravo accounts. They are in love. They are in it to win it. They're doubling down on they're going to, that she is our new queen. So, you know, it is exciting to have someone, you know, of wealth because Adrian Maloof was the last person they've had on the show that was like indeed very big time. 
Yeah. I yeah, mean, Vanderpump, no, too, but Vanderpump size, you know, is scaling down her life, kind of. Yeah. I mean, were you highly confused about this whole charity event? Because there's receipts coming out that someone did a deep dive on the Elton John Foundation tax filings and Sutton did donate $77,000 for that table that, that night. I think that it was a misunderstanding. I think Sutton, I, I, I um, watch what happens live though. I watched that like while it was happening live with Sutton and I kind of did feel like cringe when she, because the, just the way she went about it on Watch Happen Live, she's like, she's like, Oh, I have something to say. Oh, no, I shouldn't say it. It's really bad. It's really, really bad. It wasn't bad. Should I say it? Should I? Oh, it's really bad. Should I say And I'm just like, oh, my God, just spit it out. I think she was wasted off her ass. Yeah, she didn't look, it wasn't a great moment for her, like, in general, even aside, it didn't matter what would have come out of her mouth after that buildup of nothing, like, it was just, it was like, that was all stupid. Um, and then, but but Lisa took it, like, wait, I didn't, you know, I think she kind of took it overboard, like, I, she got mad, really mad for kind of no reason, like, who cares if you didn't thank her, like, you know, like. It wouldn't have been. I, feel, I think I it was like because Harry Harry it. was brought into it, and she's you know fiercely protective of his his uh, brand because negative when it comes to her. Like my yeah, my all. theory is, so a lot of these people have publicists and agents that hook them up. Okay, my yeah. theory: Lisa Renna has made a statement. Sutton wanted on the show badly for years. So my theory is. Sutton had her agent, publicist, whatever, go to Lisa. Hey, uh, Sutton's really trying to get on the show. Would you want to sit at her table so she could be seen with you? Blah, blah, blah. As petty as that sounds, that shit really happens. So she's like, you'll get a free thing. You sit with her and then maybe take some pictures with her. And I think Lisa was like, okay, I think maybe Sutton had a change of mind. And I think maybe there was a, I'm not going to buy their tickets. And that's why the email specifically says, are you paying for their tickets or not? That's what I think. And she says, yes, I've got their tickets. And she paid for it because she didn't want to look like a schmuck. Okay. I think she... I tw- well, that is my theory because also if you look at the video that was posted of them at that event, they weren't like together. Lisa was off on the side taking pictures with anybody that wanted a picture with her and Sutton was sitting at the table looking at her phone. Yeah. And well, I think that that's definitely possible because maybe I think it's even possible that Lisa was like, we will go by the table and like, get a picture but we're not going to sit at the table the entire night and so maybe that's why exactly something along those lines when lisa was talking about when lisa was talking about her experience at the event she said that she was basically invited to the event with harry as a celebrity to draw attention so that was a lie as a celebrity and like you are basically your job kind of there or like you're expected to like 
float around and get pictures with people to get them to donate. And then she also, well, that might not have been a lie because she says she gave up the tickets when the tickets were from Sutton were offered. And so they gave up the two seats and then they came back and said, uh-oh, that lady's not buying your tickets after all, but we're going to get you the IMBD. So somewhere along the line, there's some half-truths being. Yeah. Um, And then this whole thing. I think this is Sutton don't want to, doesn't want to film anything about Dorit's storyline in her robbery. That's what I think. And I think she's just being awkward and weird, but she is awkward and weird. So, um, yeah, she is awkward and weird. So when Kyle went in there to her business and was like, listen, this is going to be a dress, Sutton should have realized this is going to be a storyline. I need to, I need to clean this up right now. And instead, she just freaking acted more weird. Yeah, she doubled down on it. It's it bizarre. freaking bizarre. Like, it is so yeah. bizarre. I'm not. And, and she was like, and then she's like, what are you doing, Kyle? What are you, why that's, are you doing this? That's why I'm thinking she's like, I don't want to film this. I'm going to act weird because well, I'm not, I I'm being that... forced to talk about Dorit's robbery and I'm not down with it. Yeah, and I think that Sutton, like, may have underestimated it, maybe. Like, I, I honestly, I have no idea what happened with that. I, like, there are some odd things that I think they've, that people have acted a little odd or said things that were a little odd, but then again, I've never been in that situation, so I have no idea. But I'm just, like, I feel like Dorit was the most dramatic, like, oh, this and that, and oh, my God, like, she would be the one to like over exaggerate on a story or something. So I think when it came out in the news that that is what happened to her, that maybe Sutton was thinking like what I just said, basically like, Oh yeah, I'm sure she was robbed at gunpoint and blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's one thing to kind of hear about it in the news and then actually like, you know, hear Dory tell her story or like watch it on the footage, like watch, the footage of the people running in like maybe then she felt bad and I think she did apologize after that but I think I think it was a little bit like the boy who cried wolf was like maybe she was kind of like yeah what it's always you know some over-the-top extravagant story with such with um with Dorit so maybe she was just kind of like but but I still think even if you did think that there's a camera in your face and what are you doing why are you like well sorry I didn't have a gun to my like she was just so shallow, like, you know, no empathy, did not care, whatever. And then Kyle tried to give her a moment to redeem herself, and she and she threw it away. Exactly. It's, I saw Kelly Dodd, like, went back on it, too. She was like, at first, because she, Kelly kind of said that exact thing, too. Kelly was like, when I first heard about it, that Dorit was robbed at gunpoint, Kelly kind of rolled her eyes and was like, yeah, okay. But then after seeing it play out on the show. Now she feels bad and she's like, come out and said, you know, I think it really did happen and I feel bad. So maybe that was a similar situation with Sutton. Maybe she was kind of eye rolling it at first and then realized it was serious. Part. Okay. So now let's start with Jersey and part three. This and his wife talking about my. It ended. um, It started with her and Margaret kind of going at it. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. I With the whole Margaret and Teresa. Well, first of all, I have this to say, like, one. Teresa just seems like an absolute monster. Like, I don't know what. 
like maybe she was always like that and I just didn't see it I was always a fan of hers and I really love her kids and like the whole family and her redemption and she had to go to jail because she was like an Italian wife and she wouldn't leave her husband like I love all of that and I I felt like a real soft spot and connection to her like because she was so loyal to her family and like she had her weird things about her you know like she was so confrontational and defensive and she couldn't see things for herself but she seemed to be kind of pure in the way that, she, like, it just seemed like it was just, she was, she didn't know any better almost. Like, it really it felt like that for a long time. But at this point now, this reunion, I am like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, she seems like an absolute freaking psychopath monster. And I don't understand how, like, they hit her and Louie have to go at it. You can't convince me that they don't fucking break she- things at home. She like, wants them to ignore the fodder, is that's what she considers it, about Louie, the ramblings and the exes coming out. And she wants just them to drool all over him and be like a fairy tale. She doesn't want any reality. She's like, I yeah. finally got my man, which I think Teresa feels like the man makes her. Because look at how yeah. she stood behind Joe. Yeah, it's how she was raised. Like, it's, it's in juicy, your blood. juicy, you know, and all of that. And even my, I, I was raised Italian Catholic also. So, like, similar to my parents were not, were not first generation, you know, here. They were like second or third, I believe. So it wasn't as intense as Teresa's, but like, to an extent, I mean, my, you kind of get it. That's a cultural thing about the men. It, it really is. It really is like the traditional, like dad work. Uh, it's not home, just Italian. I mean, dinner. I'm as white as I can be, and it's men and lots of my family. There's lots of people. Yeah, the it's a dynamic treatment. that still exists. But the part on Mark, I mean, I think that I think that with Teresa, it's like I get it. But to an extent, it's like, come on, you're on a show. You know it's fair game. Like when, especially when it was already out there, it wasn't Margaret didn't invent it. But um, Margaret, she also was driving me nuts. Like I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm Team Margaret or Team Teresa. I think they both just, I'm tired of it. Honestly, I think it's stupid. But they, it's, uh, it's it's a power struggle for the show. And I think that what it is is they're like Teresa. Just because you found a man doesn't mean he's the right man, and we're not going to pretend. Like, yeah. the allegations that they see and that they're reading were not... Like, Dolores could do it, but I think that Dolores might not be as supportive because... But I don't know. They're that whole Dina-Teresa thing, I mean... Well, Dolores just... would never do it on camera. Maybe she did it off camera, but she would never confront her about that on camera. And... Marge annoyed me more. I don't really care about as much about what she did with the, the Teresa thing. Marge irritated me more with the Jen thing. I think okay. what she did to Jen. And then they keep saying, so don't get mad at Marge. She didn't expose it. Everybody knew about it. I'm like, you know what? That's not true. I hear these Facebook groups. They get one person in a Reddit and I and whisper something like, "Oh yeah, I knew about that." It explodes and goes completely viral. And in the four years Aiden's been on the show, I've never seen one thing about Bill's affair, and I don't think everybody knew. And even if people knowing in and your I own think community, Marge dug for it. 
Yeah, and and knowing in your own communities where you all live, where you see people at the grocery store, like those people, if they knew it, that's fine. But putting it on national freaking television, like like I said, New Jersey and hurting the children, it did hurt the children, and they didn't know about it. If the people in your tiny ass town in your tiny ass state in New Jersey know about it, that's totally different than the entire multiple countries in the world learning about this. Exactly. And they're they not, say, and they're well, acting going around Tenafly. I'm like, okay, well, that's not going around. The country, and they're like, oh, know? we like to break down the fourth wall, break down the fourth fucking wall, and and admit that they wanted to pot, like they wanted to run with this story, like this was juicy for them. Yeah. You know, and, yeah, and why is it being ignored that at the beginning of the season when they were at the beach of the Jersey Shore? When uh, Teresa walked away with Jennifer and they started talking about Louie and it was always Marge. She filmed with her mom. Well, who did she talk about? Louie. She's with the girls. Who does she talk about? First thing she brings up. What about that video? Um, she's at the Jersey Shore, side of the beach. She called Louie a used car salesman. Yeah. But she, nobody mentions yeah. that. Like, how come that yeah. didn't come up at the reunion? Was that yeah, was I, that production? And then they told I Teresa think, well, to let I it go? Because, yeah, well, I think because Jennifer is the only person Teresa has to, like, lean on. Like, who's going to have her back and fight for her? Because Dolores is loyal to her, but also, <laughs> like, she doesn't, she's not going to, like, get into a fight o- over it. Like, she, you know, she'll just be like, well... I'm just letting you know her side. Like, that's it. You know, she doesn't really firmly say, I'm on Teresa's side. You're wrong. She's just like, I'm just going to let you know where she's coming from. Like, you know, and Jennifer is more combative where she's like, Jennifer no, is so combative. She just, and then, and what do you think trip, of, there you go, ever. Melissa, right there. Melissa gets away with a lot and she gets to scream a lot of things and roll her eyes. And it kind yeah. of amazes me that, since the beginning of her coming on, she shows up to these reunions and plays a victim every time. Yeah, and she gets away with it. And they, I know, and I and I. I mean, remember her screaming, "I'm the victim, and you are." You know, it. It yeah, was like, takes it too "How are you the victim, honey? Like you have well, a really like fucking great life." Been, she might have been more of the victim in like the public perception if she wasn't always screaming i'm the victim like maybe like, she's just sick of say of def- of like hearing how you know you came on your sister-in-law's tv show i mean at right. the end of the day that's what you did it doesn't matter she goes oh on the ultimate girls trip she's like people message my friends and want to audition them for the show but it doesn't make it right that they accept it and where your friends that they did audition. They're not there because they wouldn't have done that to their friend. And, and it does bother me. It would have also bothered me that maybe not necessarily that she came on the show, but the fact that she came on the show and was, you know, like buddy, buddy with all of the people that her sister was having problems with, you know, like her sister-in-law was they were, feuding with. They were getting sick of Teresa's ego and Teresa's ego at that point had pretty much imploded. It's true. Yeah. And she, her ego imploded. Like, her legal issues were exploding and she was in complete denial. And I think that everybody around her was just fucking sick of it. 
You know, they were like, that's kind of how I feel now too, though. I feel the same way. I feel like her ego is just out of this world. And like, she's, and I didn't, I don't like the way that like, I don't like the way Gia talked to uh, Joe. I think that was so rude and disrespectful. You don't like to speak to your uncle that way. It's just like, I mean, you know, I think that she's like, I think that that she's like, well, you're talking about my, my dad and what he did. But at the end of the day, honey, that's between your dad and his brother-in-law. They've been doing this before you were born. Exactly. Take a seat. It's their issue. You have nothing to do with it. If you feel it, go ahead. He, uh, no, just that Joe really did love that, those girls. He, you know, from what we saw, he loved them, you know? Yeah. So it's like. Well, and then it's also easy to say if he really cared about them, he wouldn't trash their dad. But I could see. Like, but my, I could at the end of the point. day, what did Joe Judice do to his brother-in-law? Like, really, what does Joe, is he, is he mad? Is he really blame his legal issues for his mom and dad dying. I think he's pissed that he took the, his that he sent his sister to jail. I think that's his biggest beef with him. Is that but like he blames him for being such a loser and such a fraudulent fuck and taking yeah. his sister down with him. And yeah, the girls and are I, like, and, but that's our also, dad. He was and- always the one. He was always the one. Joe Judice was always talking down to Joe Gorga like he was better than him. Like. You don't know how to be a man. I'm a man. You're not strong. I'm strong. You're a little this and yeah. you know always well, that was like jealousy. trying to one up him. That so was, they that was jealousy. Judice was yeah. definitely. I I uh, there there was a jealousy on both ends because the mom and the dad definitely spent all their time with Teresa. But as an Italian, yeah. can you say that that's how it normally works out? That the parents kind of the daughters. I mean. Well, I think it would be unusual for an Italian mother to not be around her son. <laughs> like I know. Oh, that's true. Back to the it's all about the men. You're right. They're right. Yeah. But but on the opposite end, the dad is usually like, you know, and it's like, you know, the the mom is soft spot with the boy and the dad soft spot is with the girl. Okay. Cause sometimes so, normally so it was, Joe, remember Joey, his first season, you know, my dad's always over at their house, you know, he's like friends he with works, the guy. He's a workaholic. He's a workaholic, Joe Gorga. Well, then From you did hear the mom say one time, like, uh, she said she was with Gia or Teresa and they said, oh, we've been trying to get a hold of Joey um, but we can't. And the mom goes, that's because he works too much. He works all the time. Poor guy. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. it was yeah. so cute. Oh She's all God. poor those guy. Scenes the parents, <laughs> the, those scenes with the parents just ripped my freaking heart out. Like I know when, with the father. And he's like, you to my son. So Jennifer, but my thing with Joey, my last thing about the, about the boys is that I think Joe Gorga was like, I think it was really easy for him to be like, you fucking piece of shit. You treat me like shit and you act like you're this hot shot. And you're a a criminal drunk. I mean, and then here you are sending my fucking sister to jail before my mother dies. Like, you know, so yeah. Yeah. I, I, they, they say, you know, muddy waters run deep. Yeah. Um, I also feel that, 
there was a camaraderie camaraderie with the with Joe Joe Gorg, Joe Judice and the father because I think they both were luscious. I think they like to sit around and drink. Yeah, totally. And, and so the you know maybe Joe doesn't didn't work a lot. I don't know, but he didn't. I know because he was getting all of his money fraudulently. He probably never lifted a hammer. You know exactly. So he was sitting around with the old man after hours and you Stuffing know sausages. Making sausages and wine and living the life of leisure, you know. And that's how they live in Europe. That's that's the European lifestyle, you know. That's yeah. like the that is how they live, and that's just like and it's the simple that, life. I, God has a weird way of working out because it's funny that Joe Judice is back, kind of where he belongs. You know, he just belongs in Italy, where the, the way that he speaks to people is tolerated, and it's so. Um, back to today. And let's see where we're at. I'm gonna forget this ever happened. Let's never okay, talk so about it. Okay, so the thing Did about really not think about it for ten years. Never. So we already kind of touched on that. We talked about um, that. You know, the rumor wasn't going around, and we do think that it's bullshit that they brought it out for TV. But I, I just wanted to do one little um, what if? What if they sit down with producers and negotiate? fictitious storylines that are based on a reality because that's what I keep hearing about reality TV. And what if she actually negotiated for this? But the reason why I don't think that that's true, because a lot of people said Ashley Darby would do that with Michael. Okay. And that she, I, I, I had a few, I had a Facebook group years ago and it was right when Ashley came on and this guy swore that he, and, and I had nothing to verify it, but his facts seemed right. And he swore that he worked on production with Potomac and Atlanta, I think, or maybe it was Atlanta, but new people with Potomac anyway. Well, and, who, who are you, who do you think? Is I was thinking that, was that Jennifer signed off on letting the Aiden, uh, rumor come out and that they're just acting that all of this like it's all Marge's fault like it's just it could all be fake that's I know I'm going out on okay. a limb there but okay. it just doesn't seem like it because they're so like she gets so emotional about it right, that's why right. I'm like no it just seems odd that out of the blue I, mean, I do I do think that I think that like more like, I, I think that I, this is how I imagine it going in my head. People that have gained some sort of a trust with production, like, that has proven to be reliable, that is good at their job, that is nice to them and is not rude, and the production feels like they've connected with them and kind of understands their personality and how they work and, like, what would be appropriate things for them to do or say. And I think that once they have some sort of status with production, like a relationship, then production gets creative with things and they're like, hey, since you just found this out, why don't you put, say, this and this in your confessional? Or, like, why don't you, yeah, like, definitely. make sure that you get on, call this person and tell them and see what they say, you know? like, Well, that Carlos like guy, he worked on New Jersey for years. Carlos King? And okay. he... uh he worked on Jersey and Atlanta and they, they consider him like the guru of reality TV. And he wrote a stuff, a lot of stuff in that book, diamonds and Rose. And then he went okay. on a thing. Um, and he said that, yeah, he had a lot to do, but he went on a thing about how 
they were going to write Portia bad and that he gave Portia inside information so she could go and fix it and then they wouldn't have the storyline of writing a certain storyline the whole season. Oh, interesting. So that's why I'm like, it seems like a lot like they'd be like, well, what about your children? Like it just, you know, I just don't know if Margaret for sure blurped that out. But okay. I, I, I don't know. Um, let's just, I, I just kind of, sometimes I just wonder because it just seems like, I think it's a really shitty fucking thing to do. Yeah. And then she's sure. saying, but she came at me. She came at you with stuff. And Jennifer said that too. I came at you with stuff you already admitted. You know, I'm just judging you. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that I would think that I feel like Marge probably like, was in cahoots with production. I think so too. I think that she's like, I know this. I got this information. Anyway, I can't impersonate her. All right. So what are we talking about? Oh, this is okay. I'm pulling up the show. It was really a, a special night. I thought it was really sweet, Jennifer, how you noticed that you and Marge are more similar than you thought. Absolutely. I always knew that she was close to her mom, but we never really learned too much about her culture. But the story was very moving. There's you and your father. And see, I always kind of thought with that, too. I'm like, you know, and then how they hugged and I didn't mean to hurt you. I feel like there is a connection. Like, they could be friends, you know? Yeah, I agree. I think so, too. They're similar. So that's why I'm like, well, maybe they're just in on this together and they're taking us all for a ride. (laughs) You know what I mean? But Teresa really is fucking pissed. Like, she's really fucking pissed that all of this is getting spoken about. And even Andy's like, Teresa, we would have made sure it got on the show. I mean, and that also is why I'm like, hey, well, you know what I mean? Uprising was Right, right, right. Teresa can't, just cannot take accountability for anything. And, and, and if Marge at the end, she really backpedals and we'll get to it. And she was like, I'm just trying to help Louie. I don't think so because she, the used car salesman and Joey was talking shit about him too on the first episode. Yeah. I didn't buy that either. I didn't buy that either. I mean, they scaled it back and I think they're like, well, you know what? We can't take Louie down. We have to let Louie take Louie down. And I think they reversed exactly. course and they changed their approach. That's what I think. Because there was the shit talking right at the beginning, and then it stopped. Yeah. So, um, and then... You know, we're banding together. Did you notice that Melissa didn't have, like, you know how they all have a moment where they're talking about their story and their thing, and that Melissa was like, yeah, Antonio's cheering again. Did you want to, did you just start laughing (laughs) when you heard that? I didn't even think of it, but that's so true. Other she, than screaming at Teresa, she had nothing to say. She just, and then they're like, Melissa, you had a really good, she's like, yeah, Antonio's back to cheering, and da-da-da, <laughs> and she talked about her kids, and I was like, how does she get away with this? Seriously. And then she's she like, how, Teresa. they're all talking about how I got a fake storyline, and so she says, Jen tweeted out melissa's got no storyline so she posts a picture of just her and the girls and was like i cut her out for a reason it's like (laughs) come on you know what is her next move gonna make be of course she's gonna attack you and your family yeah true so uh okay what else and then i do think louie put on a good like 
you know, finale. Like, he did, you know, kind of redeem himself to some people. A lot of people didn't like that he acted gracious and that, and and while Teresa was acting like a bulldog, that he was making it like, like he was trying to make himself look better. That's what I didn't see it that way. I saw it as well, yeah, and he made and it, and he made her look way worse. That, and like, they were saying that that was bad. That he that he that he was a lech for doing that, for going over and hugging Margaret and having that moment when Teresa was still over there fuming. Well, that's kind of why I said before, like, you can't convince me that the two of them don't have some fucking brutal arguments and fights at home. Like, I don't think they both have a temper, clearly. We saw it. And I think that they both are, like, literally, like, trying so hard to keep it together on camera that it's, like, uh, that they're just, like, busting at the seams to fucking scream at each other. Like, Yeah, and I think that, you know, the whole... um you know, if, if if I leave, she doesn't learn. And he was like, "Listen more, speak less." You know. Yeah, yeah, that was that was wild too. I I would not like and anybody to say my that. My husband, me. my husband, he knows. Like, I mean, it, for I wouldn't have never married him if he didn't smoke to me like that. But I know that if yeah. he like tried it, just the look that he would get for me would be like he'd be like, "I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry." <laughs> like he would be like, "I didn't mean it, I didn't mean it." Like he would be taking it back as soon as it left his mouth. Right, right. It's yeah, like, he 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 definitely is like a closet dickhead. And then he's like, and then the the whole, uh, well, I had an argument, and then she went in the house and called the police. No, dude, that's not how it works. Yeah, and then he, yeah, I, it was it was really like almost like weird to watch that Margaret was like, I was trying to help you, I was trying to help you, and then he's like, after you know what? she, you're done- right, thank you so much. After was she like, was like what? so maniacal about he hit women he abused them i didn't say it they said it you know what i mean like she definitely seemed like she wasn't a team louis person ever like she wanted him gone like she wanted Teresa to dump him yesterday yeah yeah or she just wanted Teresa to look like shit you know yeah and and i can imagine that whole danielle thing you know that's not do that dolores no yeah, okay, okay, so Dolores. It's wild to me that you're now living with David. I know. Do you? <laughs> Listen, it was a little uncomfortable, I know, for Dolores. But David asked me, quite honestly, and it works out well. And we've established that David is dating one of Louis's exes. Have you met this woman? New Jersey, so incestuous. I hang out at night and watch TV with David and, and her. Wow. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Well, look. Okay. Uh, Joe Gorka, welcome uh, back. So, didn't there wasn't like there a comment made that oh he dated her for two months and then met Teresa and she never heard from him again? Yeah. So there was kind of like, yeah, Louis's a dick. Like he dumped uh, the this nice girl. So it he seemed, ghosted her. It, it almost seems like Dolores is kind of happy that David is dating her. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. ha ha, and you. I don't know. It is weird. It, um, just when Dolores told her family on camera, like I when she told. First, there was two of them where she told the parents and then she told the kids and Frank. I, f- yeah. I feel like their reactions like 
full on were legitimate. Yeah. Like, no, I, was, I think, I think that they were upset. Like they were I like, think that, what the F did you just want? You know? Yeah. Like they were down with David. I think they were that, I, that kind of made me sad. Yeah, I did. It made me sad too. Like I feel bad. And, I could see that there was like love there and it just didn't work out, but I don't, um, it's like Dolores got herself into it cause she knew what she was getting herself into, but maybe didn't realize like what it was actually going to be like. Cause, um, it's, I don't think David was ever like hiding anything or like, no, he's a good anyway. guy. He's yeah, a good guy. I think, yeah. I think he just was like, this is my life, you know? And Dolores, was like okay that's cool and then as time went on she's like wait this isn't cool anymore you know yeah i think that if she wasn't on real housewives and was just a real housewife and met him organic like you know outside being who she was they definitely would have went somewhere you know there was a connection but she also said he was just really good in bed yeah. <laughs> she's like, That'll yeah, keep you around. Yeah. That'll mean, keep you around. So, uh, and then, like, so Frank doesn't like the new guy. <laughs> and she's like, well, I have to agree with Dolores on that. Like, Frank, calm the fuck down. Like, we just started dating. You don't need to double date with us. And he doesn't need to become your best friend, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right. Yeah. Would you I think, think Frank I, is worried yeah, he's going to get like pushed to the side? I noticed also, I noticed Joe B's eyes like immediately. I, I was like, oh, okay. Joe, is that, is that uh, Marge's husband? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He bothers me. I can't stand him. He really yeah. thinks that he's important, doesn't he? Yeah, he's like really ridiculous. Like, I, 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 I can't stand him. He seems like he would lose in a fight, no matter what. Anybody could fight him, and he would lose. And he's, he's such like, a lap dog. I mean, he's just like yeah, a lap, yeah. Like, he lets Marge boss her around. Like it's like to the point where you let your wife boss you into getting plastic freaking surgery at like how old are you? You're like a you know almost seventy year old man, and your wife is forcing you to go under the knife to get your bag taken out. Like what the fuck is Marge is? That's the type of stuff that pisses me off about Marge. Like, I'm like, you're disgusting. Like, and also the comment that she made about the kids being resilient and uh, don't worry about it. Kids are resilient. That really pissed me off too. Like, after, who the hell do you think you are? After three years of crying about her childhood on the show. Kids are yeah, resilient, yeah, right, Yeah, kids lady? are resilient. Yeah, exactly. I had a really tough childhood. No, well. my mom and uh, I had no dad and yeah. uh, you know. You but, know, like, kind of, you now. know. Yeah. You know, I kind of, I kind of, you know, raised myself. Yeah. I'm like, but it, it, if I'm you're worried. resilient, you would just, you wouldn't even be, that wouldn't even be on your radar anymore. Well, why are you still talking about it now at your age when, if you're resilient, you know, yeah. you should have got over it then. What the second it happened, you should have been like, oh, it doesn't bother me. I'm resilient. And, and it does. And they don't get over it and they're not resilient. It's devastating. Well, um, It does not. No, no kid is going to be resilient over that. I mean, that's that's going to scar them now for the rest. It's tainted their impression of the marriage between their parents for the rest of their lives. They will never look at their parents the same because they know that daddy cheated on mommy. And yeah. that's just horrible. That really is horrible. That really bothers me. And, and Marge still lacked empathy in the reunion over it. Like, 
she didn't say any of this or even acknowledge that any of this existed with the kids. Like she was like, well, it didn't land the way I wanted it to. How the hell did you want that to land? Like you, she just wanted to get Jennifer because Jennifer deep down inside Margaret, she knows that these, I, I, I don't know. I mean, she brags about the affairs and whatnot. And, you know, the sleeping with the boss to get ahead. But at the end of the day, um, I just don't think she likes any, she doesn't like any judgment. She doesn't want anybody, you know, she she thinks that she's right about everything. And the fact that somebody's looking at her going, you know, that's kind of low class. She just doesn't, she just wants to get back at her. And the whole hypocrite fiasco, like she's a hypocrite. It was because the hypocrisy, the hypocrisy, the hypocrisy, it's like, March, you make no freaking sense. Yeah, Jen she's like, you're a did not you're... cheat. Jen did not cheat. Jen was accusing you and criticizing you for cheating and being in a relationship she with a married does, man. Because That's Margaret's a dipshit. Exactly. She's a dipshit, like, Dudley, know it all. She thinks that she, uh, you know, has, is, is the, has the hierarchy of opinions. And- uh, yeah, and I, and something with Evan, like, Everybody's like, he's such a stand-up guy. I love Evan. And, like, he kind of gives me, like, a little bit of Louis vibe, too. Like, I, I feel like there's something else behind those eyes that we don't, that we're not seeing. Like, he comes off like this, you know, like, I don't know. Like, there was that little snippet of when he was saying, well, your wife isn't a good person or something like that. Like, she's a terrible person or something. That like, was so rude. Um, he got such a pass on that, but what, yeah. you know. Yeah, he was like, well, she's a terrible person. He was like, well, I was pointing out that she just did something bad. And it was like, no, you were going off and you called. If if somebody sat there and said, Jackie's a piece of shit, you would, you know. Yeah, exactly. And then get the fuck out. Get out of here. Bye. (laughs) The way he said, yeah, "Yeah, guy, bye. Get out of here. Yeah. I I was like. like, I got a little glimpse of the real Evan there. Exactly. The the one we don't see. That's not a nice guy, right? Right, right, right. Thank right. you. And that's a guy that probably could be hooking up at the gym with some bitch, right? Yes, yes exactly. I Why are you so mad, dude? You should be laughing yeah. that anybody is calling around looking for a girl that didn't exist. Yeah, I agree. Did you see his face at the reunion a couple times when it got brought up? And they were like, well, he was seeing Frank in this picture. And you see him. He looks panicked. Yeah, he definitely is not comfortable, like, having to talk about that. Yeah, and then Jennifer's like, there's like, oh, like, what Jennifer, what uh, Jackie went through. I didn't go through that. It never, you know, she always has to, like, you know, clear it up. She's so defensive. Like, oh, my God. You know, her best defense when that happened would have been to laugh and laugh and laugh and then tell Teresa, you and I aren't good till you apologize for this. And then still filmed. Instead, she hid. Evan hid. Evan should have went to the poker party and been like, I don't know what the fuck. But who went to the poker party? Joe B. What did Joe B. say? I heard about it at my house. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard about it. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It was in town or something. It was around town or something like that. I heard about it in town. No, he said, there's a lot of women in my house, and I hear a lot of them talk about a lot of things, and I could tell you I heard them talking about the affair. That was what he said. 
He heard it from That's Mark. what he said, but that's what he said after he was confronted about. Oh, the, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I heard it in town. You're right. You're right. Okay. I get at it. first he said, I heard it in town. And then they were like, what exactly does that mean? And you heard it in town. And then he's like, well, there's women in my house. So, but it's like, which is it in town or in your house? <laughs> we heard what he said. We know what he meant. Okay. What else did we miss? Street, what? was causing a lot of chatter was all these guys shirtless on the beach cheering each other on. All right, so this is the Louie part. We kind of already spoke about it. was not good. Unfortunately. Yeah, the video was weird. Um, I don't think it was like character, like destroying video, but it was it was weird and like, yeah. I saw the video and I was like, I knew exactly what he was at. I knew exactly that he was at some motivational thing with all these guys when he was like i'm yeah. here because he said it in the video yeah i'm here yeah. with all my yeah. crew we're getting things i knew that it borderline like a scientology or a weird listen i'm from california okay they yeah. got some weird <laughs> shit out here and you go on these things and they call them like a summit okay and you get these weird cult-like groups and they bring you in and they charge tens and thousands of dollars to literally go on a vacation that you could have went yourself and they plan these things these exercises and basically it's by a friend okay it's for people that want to fit in somewhere and it's cult-like and they want to go and do these and it's and they take people that may or may not have money and they and it's a scam and so they take them on let's say a five thousand dollar vacation that you could go on for five grand and they charge them 20 grand and by the way they're booking all this getting group discounts you know what i mean and you know working the fact that they've got 25 people going on this thing and i know this because my aunt got into it in the bay area and the bay area is like New age, liberal, hippie, dippy. I mean, you know how wacky that area is. Berkeley and all of that. And that's where my aunt's from. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she would do that. And they made videos, the same thing. We had VC videos. You could still do home movies back then. And she had a video that was very similar to what I saw. So anyway, I'm just saying, when I saw when he started saying, I'm with my friends, I'm like, oh, he's doing one of those bull bogus bullshit, paid va- these trips, and he spent a lot of money to, to go on it. Yeah. And it's, and yeah. I always call it, it's bio friends. It's people that are lonely. They don't have a big circle of friends. They want to self, you know, self improvement, you know, motivational build up it's sad because it does it preys on weak minded people which i don't think yeah. louis i don't know i think but i think he comes from money i think he's from affluence from what it sounds like and he's had money to like throw around in business ventures and whatnot okay so he definitely yeah, has, I mean- has a lot of fucking money and um a lot of people are saying like Teresa didn't even buy that big house that they're living in that he bought that well, yeah, I thought that was like understood. Yeah, but he doesn't. I didn't think so. Yeah. So anyway, I know I just talked a whole lot on that. Um, to me after he said that at Jennifer's house, then you should have told me the next day. Like he, Teresa, he didn't explain it right, and then I would have let him explain it the way. I he just- well, Teresa did when Marge approached her at the party. What's going on with the video? She was like, "Oh, that's done. It's in the past." I do think she did blow it off a little too much and should have 
sat him down and said, and I think Teresa thought that if she was going to deny, 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 which she didn't learn from the first time by denying, denying, denying all the lawsuits and the possibility to go to jail. Or is yeah, this just like work. old school, like this is my business, but you're on a reality show, honey. You don't get to I have know. like your secrets. You know what I, I mean? Know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know. I think Marge was just coming for him. I think she wanted to make Louie go away. I really do. I really think yeah. that she thought if we put enough heat on this guy, maybe he'll run and ditch this shit. Cause he so in a nutshell, what do you think about Jackie getting reduced? Jackie getting sued? Reduced to friend role. Do you think that that's true? Oh, reduced. Um, yeah, thank God. I mean, I'm tired of it. <laughs> um, I think that maybe it was like, given that she was not a fan favorite, like people have, she was kind of like a villain because Teresa has that huge, crazy following. And Jackie was kind of like the one that everybody loved to hate. So I think that this was her really strong attempt at like changing the audience. And I think that she went through this whole eating disorder thing and it was like, something to really drive like up the likability and i think it didn't work i think that people still don't like her i think that she still has a lot of negativity out there and i think that bravo is basically like okay if this doesn't even get the fans to like you like nothing will like you gotta we gotta phase her out yeah like she even tried to like be empathetic toward jennifer but then when she heard she was making phone calls it was like let that go like are you living in the moment now and moving forward. Yeah. Because you yeah. know when the Evan cheating scandal that everybody was doing bad things and saying this and saying that. If you're going to go back and be upset about that, then reaching out to Jennifer and being empathetic wasn't genuine. Yeah, exactly. No, that was totally disingenuous. That was not genuine And even Evan was- getting pissed off. I mean, going back to that, and Evan, like, your wife tried to dig up. It's like, dude, why are you so angry that that moment has gone and passed? Who brought that up, by the way? Like, oh, you're feeling sorry? Was that Dolores? Um, Who told Jackie, oh, you're feeling sorry for Jennifer? She called people on you. That was Dolores, wasn't it? Or Margaret. I think it's Dolores. Anyway. Yeah, I don't remember. I can't remember either because it was someone when she was like, oh, I feel sorry for Jennifer. They're like, oh, why are you feeling sorry for her? Because she was looking for calling. uh, Oh. I think it was because then I think that's when Jackie told Jennifer, Dolores isn't a real friend to you. And then she was like, oh, I don't care. Uh, You know, Bill's the one that's sticking his dick. And yeah, it went from there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it looks like they're all going to come back and then they're testing all these new people. So that will be exciting. I heard that Teresa, there's some drama going on and where I guess Joey and Melissa are like said in a thing, you know, we're not going to talk about our family stuff into the blogs or, you know, on the podcasts anymore. Cause I guess they said a bunch of shit, you know, on their podcasts that if it wasn't for us, Teresa's and her daughters wouldn't have the lifestyle that they have. Did you hear that? 
oh my god no yes yes joey and melissa has a podcast which is great because evidently they just get on there and talk and joey was going off on his tangents and said if we didn't come on the show we wouldn't have saved it and andy got mad and was like uh you know that we shut down production like you can't say that you know what i mean but um yeah so he was like when we came on the show we saved it and Teresa and her daughters wouldn't have the lavish lifestyle they have today if it wasn't for me and Melissa. <laughs> okay, that's a stretch. And he's saying that the drama with him and Joe Judice was what saved the show. I felt like the drama with them fighting was awful. Like, it wasn't enjoyable. So. Yeah, it was, it was awful. Like... It was just, I mean, it it was was, ghetto, (laughs) but it was fucking that one with that one retreat though, when Teresa ran out, Joe, he just, and it was always, you know, with Joey calling her garbage. It's like, okay. And that's the other thing. He's like, we're family, we're family, (laughs) but that he never thinks twice about calling Teresa garbage. (laughs) So, yeah. So, you know, she ran out, and I'll never forget, Joe, Richie's inside, Kathy sees Judice storming up, like, you know, like, he's gonna, he's fit to be tied, and Kathy going to Richie, oh my god, he's coming, he's coming, oh shit, and then Richie going to Joey, run, run, get the fuck out of here. That was just fucking, and then Joe slamming through the double doors. Apologize. Apologize to my wife. And all the black, the hair dye everywhere. Yes, the hair gel. Oh my god, yes. Oh my, that that's like old. Like I miss those days. I wish we could go back to that. Me too. Uh, go Me back too. to different. I mean, everything, even like in the I world, mean, I was different. The, I rewatched the first couple seasons with like Jacqueline and um, Dina and Carolyn. And that was when it was really like, it was so good. It was great. Yeah, it definitely, the one season they brought those weird twins on and the Amber chick, that was like the first season Teresa was back. And um, that was weird. And then they brought Dina, which was awesome. But then she had to deal with these freaking weirdos, you know, the twins, the twins were bizarre. Like yeah, they I, were. I didn't. I was like, "What the actual well, so was fuck?" That, so was that other girl? That one that with the breast cancer? Amber, Amber, Amber. And, and I could her, not, husband, oh God, her husband Jim. Oh, oh, oh my God. God! Everybody hates them. Like, there's the most po- unpopular couple I think in the history of Housewives are Amber and Jim. They were awful. Like I despised them. <laughs> he he, he was, had such low self esteem when he's like, I've written three books and I haven't published any of them because I'm just scared that nobody will like them. I was like, We all need to pray for this poor guy. Like, you know When he was like to Joe, he was like he was like, Yeah, I'm the I'm the one prosecuting your brother in law, so you should shut up, you dumb fuck. I was like, I was like, oh my God, what a prick. I couldn't believe it. Well, shame on, uh, 
what was her name? Gotti. No. Yeah, Victoria Gotti. Yeah, Victoria Gotti. She's yeah. the one that did that. She dropped that bomb and she got a she just like came on the show and had like the godfather and shit. Like, yeah. Oh, you see you got a situation here. Hmm. Let me pull something out of my godfather hat. I know. Reno used to fuck his mother in law. <laughs> After he gave me a Rolex. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> what was funny is Reno was a character. I mean, it wouldn't have been. I loved him. It wouldn't I have been bad because I actually, yeah, Reno was kind of, I I liked him. And, and that one twin, him and that twin, the other twin and the boyfriend were wackadoodle. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Those, the firefighter. Yeah. Oh God. He was horrible. He was, he was a doofus. I remember. Yeah. Uh, yeah I didn't like him at all. When he went up there and hid in that Bobby. bathroom, Bobby. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. When he went and hid in that bathroom, I was like, Oh no, dude. Like, what are you five? Are you hiding from your mommy? Like, what are yeah. you doing? Like how, what like doing? what a freaking lunatic like that. I would have broke up with him right there. She's all banging on the door. Yeah. Bobby, come out. Please come out. One was, was Teresa, and I can't remember the other one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were weird. They were weird, though. But the mom really was weird, hot. Yeah. The mom was hot. Yeah, she was. And that's why I'm yeah. like, yeah, I could see him tapping that 20 years ago. Like, I could <laughs> see it. I could see it. Like, you know, maybe she was passed out and he was drunk and the dad was out of town. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. not. It's not like it could never happen. No. It's not like his sister. The mom. She was a MILF. But, yeah, she was hot. She was hot. That was yeah, funny. Yeah, it's also such a strange rumor to just, like, come out of thin air with no truth. It's like... It's it, just sitting there like, oh, you know, eh, I was on my deathbed. I must have a stroke. I woke up and Reno was there with a Rolex. <laughs> I'm like, what? He can't write this shit. She's all kissing, his, kissing her rings. Oh, Godmother. I don't know. It's just weird. She was basically saying that he was trying to court her, but he was it married. Was huh? Okay. Well, we'll wrap it up, Lindsay. This was so much fun. Oh. And I totally want, if you want to do Beverly Hills with me, um, yeah. that yeah. would be awesome. And I would really love that. And thank you so much for listening, everybody, and listen again. And Lindsay and I will be recapping uh, Beverly Hills and some Below Deck.